What's poppin', what's poppin', and if you just made a mess, dude, just go ahead and mop it. Welcome back to episode 26 of the Southside Next One Life podcast. This is Jared Miller with me today, and, oh, actually, it is just me. It's Jared. Right now, Michaela is actually working a summer camp. So for this week's episode, this will be a solo episode featuring just me, Jared Miller. So welcome, thank you for listening, and we'll try to keep this as normal as most episodes are, barring from a like shorter runtime, shorter length than usual. But so keeping the sense of normalcy, we'll start out with some whoops and poops. So some poops this week has been very tough. Um, just there's just no way to sugarcoat it. It's been a really tough week. Um, so for starters, so after probably about immediately after podcast last week, I really just started like feeling a lot of like attacks from the enemy and a lot of really just dark things going on, both like external and and internal. And I just really wasn't in a good place throughout the weekend. Things started to trend a little better near the end of the weekend. And then I got sick starting, I want to say Sunday evening, but it was more so like Monday morning when I really felt the brunt of it. It was really bad. I had a really sore throat. I had the chills. Um, had a fever on top of it. I didn't know what it was. On Tuesday, I went to the doctor and they honestly could not figure out what was wrong with me. It looked like strep. They prescribed me medicine for strep, but I tested negative for strep. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. They also said it might be mono, which I don't know how that would have happened. But um, so they did the blood test for mono, which hurt so bad. The lady, she missed my vein twice. I think it was just because it was I was so sick and it was just hard to find the vein. But so taking the blood part really hurt. And then I had to wait two days for those results to come back just for that to come back negative too. So I didn't have strep or mono, even though those were the two things that the doctor said it seemed like I could possibly have. But been on medication most of the week and today on friday june 17th i am feeling the best i've felt probably all week i'm still not 100 percent. earlier this morning i probably described it as like 75 80 percent of where i was so better than nothing so that's why we're recording let's go and then so for a whoop this week man if anyone knows me you guys know how big of a basketball fan i am and how big of a steph curry fan i am And oh my gosh, last night the Golden State Warriors took home their fourth title in eight years. Stephen Curry finally won his first finals MVP award, which 2015 he was robbed. It should be a second finals MVP award, but we'll take it. And in the words of Steph Curry, what are they going to say now? How are they going to criticize him what are they going to use against him he is so very clearly top 10 all time top i want to say four yeah top four nba guard who's ever touched a basketball i'd still probably put him behind michael jordan yes magic johnson and say kobe bryant but i don't know steph curry wins one more ring then we'll start talking but i mean for right now let's just rest in the laurels the warriors did it 
this team is just so different than the other teams that have won the championship. This still same core, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, even Andre Iguodala's back. But man, all around them is just young guys, fresh legs. And it just, it had to have felt so good for everybody on that team just to win that championship. I unfortunately couldn't watch, but I was able to watch the, um, the ceremony afterwards and it was incredible. It was amazing seeing the emotion on their faces. You can just see that this title meant so much more to them than all the other ones when they were some super team, so much better than everyone else. They really grinded and worked this year, and I'm so proud of them. And as I said, yes, diehard Steph Curry fan, big Warriors fan. Great to see them win the title. Could have been Miami, but we'll try again next year. Um, But yeah, that was pretty much probably the highlight of my week. Um, getting to see my favorite teams win the world championship yesterday. Definitely amazing. So here, so let's dive into today's episode. So this episode, as I said, yes, it will be by me. And I was trying to, I was sitting, I was trying to think of what to make this episode about, like what, what I could really talk about. It really sucked. I was going to also, um, lead a message this week for our Wednesday night at our church, but that got derailed just because I was sick. And that message I was going to give was going to be on the prayer of Shema, which is um, one of the most important prayers um, in the Old Testament to the Jews, the citizens of Israel, the original citizens of Israel. Um, I was going to give a message on the Shema and I was kind of going back and forth whether or not I wanted to make this episode, this week, this podcast episode about the Shema. And I was doing my research and I was like, mm, no, I I feel like there's something better. So I sat with the Lord. I prayed on it. I figured out what I could talk about. And he pointed me in the direction of fathers. Obviously, Father's Day is coming up this weekend. It'll be June 19th. Um, so this will be coming right before Father's Day and the Lord has really put on my mind to just talk about fathers and talk about what the Bible says about fatherhood. And also there have just been a lot of fathers in my life and I just like a lot of fathers that I know um both in the church and just in my everyday life and I want to be able to speak into them, speak some encouragement and I just felt like this was a very meaningful message, albeit a short message, but just a very meaningful topic to dive into today, because if it's one thing the Bible speaks a lot on, it's definitely fatherhood, and it's definitely the impact of fathers and the father's role in the family. And for this, we'll start in the beginning. We'll start in the very first book in the Bible, Genesis um, chapter 18, verse 19. This is the Lord God talking. He says, For I have chosen him, that he may command his children and his household after him, to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice, so that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has promised him. There's a lot in that verse. I'm going to try to deconstruct a little bit of it. That kind of like really caught my eye. It says, That he may command his children and his household after him, to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. And 
for me, somebody who didn't grow up in the church, I was just so blessed to have a father in my life that I could look up to in such a way that I look up to my father. I do now. Um, my father is probably one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. I don't, I don't know why I said probably. He is one of the greatest people I've ever met in my life. He is the constant display of love and affection and care. And that just, that goes so many different ways. Um, I think one thing that I really found when I was doing research for this episode is that the way that we perceive God is very much heavily influenced by how we perceive and look at our fathers on earth. And this verse says that that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice. And one of the amazing ways I believe my father has just left an everlasting impact on my life was just like how he looked at me and how he treated me from the moment I was born, which was he looked at me and saw one of the best things that's ever happened to him something that he loves, that he cares about, that he nourishes, and that he would never want anything bad to happen for. But for that reason, he didn't look at me as some valuable vase or valuable china or like this piece of art that's just meant to be hung up and looked at and admired. He looked at me as part of the family. And part of the family being part of a family means fulfilling your your role as part of a family, which from very early on, um, I was asked to withhold this expectation of righteousness and justice. And from that moment, I was able to look to my dad for those virtues of righteousness and justice. My, my, my dad was a man who never stole, never lied. And he... Like he was a very honest man, he was righteous, and um he like I guess no better way to say that we weren't pulling one on my dad, we weren't getting away with anything, and my dad would adjudicate and bring justice down not in a spiteful way, but in a loving way, that I love you so much that I'm going to bring justice down on this situation just in the same way God looks at us. Say fathers are supposed to be the head of the household, supposed to take on the most responsibility in training and nourishing their children into admiration of the Lord. I I would, obviously me and Michaela and Josh were young adults, we're very young adults, and we're not really in that um, season of our lives to be immediately looking at fatherhood, but I just find so much comfort in this book of life that when that time does come, that I'm able to open the Bible and just find so many like virtues about like how to be a great father, how to thrive in fatherhood, and how to train and nourish my children into the admiration of the Lord. And though my father wasn't religious, um, wasn't Christian per se, um, that he still up, upheld virtues of righteousness and justice, 
And I want to take those virtues. I want to fill, I want to pour that into my kids' lives while training and nourishing my children into the love and admiration of the Lord Christ. And I think something that's so beautiful too is that the Lord God, he gives men, he gives fathers this purpose. He doesn't just give us a hat and say, hey, like, hat, he doesn't just give us a hat with a bunch of like rolls in. He's like, hey, like, stick your hand in this hat and whatever you pick out is going to be your role. And that's going to be what I want you to do. No, he clearly delineates so many times in the Bible. For example, Ephesians 6, 4, he says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. In Deuteronomy 6, it says, You shall teach these laws diligently to your children. In Proverbs 22, 6, he says, Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And God doesn't give these instructions to just anybody. He gives them so clearly to fathers. So, as we as we are cho- we are all children in God and we all grow up with our own different like pathways to God and like a lot of times I think we one thing that I really struggled with before I really came to my faith was trying to figure out what my purpose was and like what my like I didn't really use the word mission at the time but like what my mission for being on this earth is like why am I here and I think that it's so cool that God lays these foundations and these responsibilities out to us. And some of these responsibilities, like they're what I mentioned, to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice, to bring up your children in the discipline and instruction of the Lord, because the way that we perceive God from a very young age is very much influenced by how we perceive our fathers. And you go look at Ephesians 5 and 6 and like, it's not just fathers, like God highlights like the roles for all different members of the family of children, um, wives, husbands, fathers, mothers. And it's like, as we go into this Father's Day and as we go into celebrating our fathers for everything they do for us, all the love they pour into us, I believe it's also very necessary to recognize how as we as we grow up even as young adults or like teenagers as middle schoolers as children as adults even that we look to our fathers and then we just take a clear step back of how like how we look at them and how much respect we may hold for our fathers and just how like how drastic our views not only of the world around us that like having a keen awareness of the world but also our view of our heavenly father our view of god is just so shaped by from such a young age how we look at our fathers the examples our fathers set and fathers listening to this i urge you to take these lessons and just raise your kids by these not by the things i'm telling you but by what the word tells you look in like God has so much admiration for fathers because you look at the story of Jesus, like God is a father. God is not only a father to us, but he literally was a father in the Bible to Jesus. And Jesus in times of 
struggle and times of hardships, he prayed to his father and me from personal experience, some of the darkest and worst moments of my life that I am not proud of in the slightest. One of the first people there to greet me and to love on me and care for me, no matter the mistakes I've made, no matter the pits I'd fallen and the dark places I had gone. My father was just a chief, like, representation of unconditional and unfailing love. And that made me transitioning into Christ and me getting to know Christ. That just allowed me to love Christ so much because I love my father so much. And to be able to look at how Christ loves us compared to how from such a very young age my father loved me and my siblings. It was just so transformative. And I think that's all I got. Yeah, like I said, this was this was going to be a short episode. I, want, I just want to do a little research, a little diving into about fatherhood and about what the Bible says about fatherhood and just like little bits of encouragement towards fathers listening or upcoming fathers, soon-to-be fathers, and just recognize that like this day coming up, this is a day to honor you, like our earthly fathers, but also our heavenly father. So guys, just thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Southside Next One Life podcast. This is Jared Miller. Hopefully next week we'll get closer to the whole band back together. I know these past, I want to say like month or so has been kind of like, a little bit like different, a little change for the One Life crew, but this is still something that we love to deliver to you guys on a weekly basis, and we are just so blessed to be able to, to have been given this opportunity by our church and our community to be able to serve you guys and to speak the Word of God to you guys. For This is the 26th episode, so this is our 26th time doing this, and we are just so beyond blessed for your support and your listening and there are really big things coming. Speaking of those big things, I got some announcements to make. Boom, boom, boom. So, um, for starters, um, Southside next, our um, our Southside um, church next gen ministry, um, led by young adults. We so a couple of us right now are at camp. Right now, we're at summer camp. We're working, volunteering at a summer camp. Um. And then, so next week, I'm probably going to pick Michaela's brain about it a lot, try to figure out a lot about what it is. I was not able to go this week just because both prior work obligations and the fact that I have been sick as a dog. Like, I, when I went to the doctor, the the nurse took my temperature, and she's like, ooh. Like, that's how you know it's bad. Like, when you make the nurse give a little, like, reaction before she tells you what your temperature is. So, so this week hasn't been the best for me but i look forward to hearing a lot about how camp went this week um this weekend at southside church is our father's day service it's our father's day program led by sister judine she is leading it this week and dear friend of the podcast isabel carmi is actually getting a little spotlight i don't know if i'm allowed to share that on the podcast but she is I guess we'll find out, but as well, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but, um, in other news, so our Southside next ministry has also started up our, 
um, our, our own official YouTube channel. So that the link to the YouTube channel will be down below. Um, hopefully we're going to actually start getting episodes of this podcast into video form to, to be able to post either in clips or a full episode version all up on that YouTube channel. New big things coming. We will keep you guys updated as we learn more. The YouTube channel will be found. I will put the link in the description of this podcast. Um, trying to think any other announcements, any other cool things happening. Um, I think that's it. If I'm missing something, Michaela's just gonna she's gonna get on me about it. So it will be in the next episode. But guys, I do appreciate you listening so much. Thank you for tuning in to episode 26. And oh, okay, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we do the thing at the end of every podcast where we say on the count of three, we say goodbye, and we all say it in a different way. But it is just me. So on the count of three, I will say goodbye in a way that. None of us have ever said goodbye on a podcast. Are you ready? One, two, three. Shalom.